Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor here in Tiger Shulman's in Smithtown. As per usual, I'm back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought. As per usual, I'm wearing a little bit more of the Everyday We Train line. Uh, obviously, I like this shirt pretty well. All right, I saw if you guys saw some of the clips from the uh, fights at the space in Westbury that Team Tiger Shulman's participated in a couple of weeks ago. You saw a bunch of the cornermen. We're wearing this shirt, which is pretty cool. Again, they can all be found on tiegear.com to check out the compilation video of the nine fights that we participated in and won uh, that night. Go to the, find Tiger Shulman's on Instagram. Again, at Tiger Shulman's. Um, check it out. It's, good. it's an awesome compilation put together by our, our social media content creator who is doing a spectacular job. So, Joshua Grizzly, if you're listening, gr- great job continuing to be. Uh, so, full disclosure, it is the day before... 4th of July as I'm sitting down to record this with you guys. Um, was out, was in the pool with my with my niece and nephew and wife just a little while ago. Um, don't worry, they're, they're with Mrs. Sensei, all, all, all's well and good there. And, uh, you know, they're being monitored and so forth. Uh, you know, I told them I was going to come and record the podcast. Uh, I was in my bathing suit and, and so forth. And little Riley looks at me and she goes, without a shirt on? You going to record a podcast without a shirt on? So... Sorry, Riley. No, this episode is not entitled Shirtless Sensei. <laughs> I've got, got, 
I put my everyday with train shirt on. At any rate, again, find the collection tiggear.com. Uh, that brings me to this week's food for thought. Uh, my little mindset I wanted to get to with you guys this week. So I was recently having a conversation with a father in my school. And this is a dad whose young son has been training with us for a little less than a year. And the dad started training not long after him. And they're both super dedicated. Um, you know, they train very regularly. They're always, even when they're not in class, they come in wearing like a Tiger Shulman sweatshirt or t-shirt or something like that. It was funny. The young man came in uh, the other day for his father's class. And when he did, his father looks at me and goes, where'd you get that t-shirt? And that's when the dad realized the kid had raided his drawer and had his t-shirt on. It was quite funny. But uh, nonetheless, super dedicated family. You know, they participated in the Father's Day event. The father put up this wonderful post about the experience and his wife took some great pictures of them. So it was a really awesome experience. But nonetheless, the father shared with me, it was Friday. He said, you know, today is the first day ever where in Connor's training, I had to fight with him a little bit to get him here. You know, he didn't, he didn't really want to come. And, you know, he was, I don't want to say worried about it, because worried would be, would be the wrong choice of words. He was more like taking note, like, hey, is this normal? And I had to reassure him that, yeah, that is a completely normal thing. Like, every kid has their days where they don't want to go. Listen, you could not have found a more dedicated teen that was training when I was a teen and I was training, you know, my 13 to into 18 uh, years like like that that age those first five years of my training you could not find a kid who was into this more than i was and i you know there were still days where my parents would be like come on we gotta go come on what are you doing i and that's just the nature of, of life like we lose track of that a little bit as adults because when we're like that as adults it all happens in here in other words when we're a kid we are doing something, anything, whatever the case may be. We're at home, we're playing video games, we're in the pool, we're playing some kind of game, we're hanging out with our friends, you know, or we're just relaxing, we're sitting on the couch doing nothing. And then it's time to stop doing that one thing to start doing something else. Go to school, go to your martial arts classes, go to the sport that you signed up for, and anything else like that. And invariably, as a kid, especially when you're entrenched in some activity, the sitting on the couch, the watching TV, the watching YouTube, whatever. It's really hard to change the channel in your brain to say, we're going to stop doing YouTube or whatever. We're going to stop, you know, whatever we're doing now to go do something else. Now, the thing is, as kids, we may not quickly remember that that thing that we're headed towards is an enjoyable, fun thing. But still, even if we do remember it as a fun, enjoyable thing, it's the change. It's that, that jump over that we're not a fan of as human beings. And as adults, we lose sight of the fact that A, we were exactly that way as kids, but more importantly, B, we are still that way as adults. I will give you an example, right? Because this is the simplest one more that I can think. If you're entrenched in the couch, you're sitting down on the couch, you're watching a movie or whatever, watching one of your shows, whatever the case may be. Who knows, maybe you're just having a relaxing time and you're scrolling on your phone, whatever. You're entrenched in that activity. And then the reminder pops up on your phone. Hey, you have this barbecue in this many minutes. And it could be with a group of people that you absolutely love to see. But when that reminder pops up, you're like, oh. and we forget that as adults, 
Like we don't qualify that as the same as the kids saying they don't want to go. But really, what is that? <sighs> as an adult, all that is, that's our adult way of saying, I don't really want to stop what I'm doing to go do that. Because really, when the kid says, I don't want to go, what are they saying? They're not saying, I don't want to go to Tiger Shomas ever. They're not saying, I don't want to go to baseball ever. They're saying, I don't want to stop doing the activity I'm doing now to do the activity that's set forth in the future. Even if I knew it, even if I was jumping around, like, yeah, I'm so excited. I just don't want to stop doing what I'm doing now to go do something else. Right? Like I said, as adults, we forget that we're that way because we don't vocalize it. It just happens here briefly. We very quickly give ourselves the, ah, and then the sense of duty that we have as adults, the sense of responsibility that we have just takes over and we get up and we go and we do. And it's the going and the doing that leads to satisfaction. And we know, because again, use that same example. You're relaxing on the couch. The alarm goes off. You're like, I don't really want to get off the couch. But you know that when you do, and you go to that barbecue with whatever friends or whatever, you know you're going to have a good time. You know you're going to see people that you enjoy being around. You're going to have conversations that you enjoy. You're going to eat food that you enjoy. You know it's going to be a good time overall. So, but again, you're like, it's the transition. It's the transition activity. Now, we have to remember is that there is not a single relationship in life that is completely the same all the time. It's not not how it is. It just doesn't exist. That relationship is fictional, right? That amazing relationship we see in TV and movies where, you know, the couple is 100% romantic and they're so like completely entrenched in their love with each other every minute of every day from day one all the way until they're 100 years old and they, one of them eventually succumbs to the passage of time. That's a, it's a work of fiction. It's a work of fiction. I, again, I, I, I'm a happily married man. But there are times that my wife and I and our relationship is unbelievable. And then there's other times where like we could really use some time apart. And that's, that's okay. That's, that's the nature of relationships. There's not a relationship in the world that isn't a little like this. Right? It's just, that's the way every relationship works. It's hot and it's cold. It's good and it's bad. It just is. It doesn't mean that when it drops down to that bottom that the relationship's over. That's not at all what it means. It just means we're in that little cool period. Like, like I said, there are some days when my wife and I, we've had a million things going on. You know, obviously our niece and nephew here with us right now. And obviously I'm still running my school and she's still working full time. And her work has picked up to be extraordinarily crazy right now. So she's got crazy goings on at work. I'm still running my school full time like always. We're still involved in flex fights and all of that. And we now have two kids. There you go. <laughs> right? So those th that obviously complicates matters tremendously. And with all the added stress, are there moments where we're both like hair trigger and like a little bit annoyed with each other over nothing? Sure. And I need to go sit in another room for, you know, a half hour, watch a show, whatever. And, you know, she likes, she needs that same time to do the same. And after that, like we're past the bottom and we're good again. Like it's not as though we're not in love in that moment. We still are. Nothing changed. I just know that, that I just need that mental recharge. It just, it's all it is. It's all it is. I'll give you guys an example. Yesterday, we went to a friend of mine's house. And this friend of mine, one of the closest friends I have in the world. Now, his name is Brendan. And Brendan and I have been friends for, I tried to figure this out last night, and it hurt my brain a little to process this and to say this information out loud. But Brendan and I have been friends for, it's 
got to be close to it's over 25 years that's for sure and we're closing we're closing in on 30 years of being friends um he and i lived right around the corner from each other you know i, I lived on a street like that right and uh like my, my parents house was the the third house in from the corner and if you went down that block and turned and came around brendan's house was like right over here so our backyards were kind of catty cornered and long before there were cell phones we had our our, our, our cell phones where i would go on the back porch of my parents house and I would yell to his backyard, Brandon! And he would yell back to me that same way. We'd hear each other because there's three houses, right? And we used to spend uh, a ridiculous amount of time together. Um, you know, and it, it's kind of funny. Like, he and I were reminiscing about days of old and, you know, the, the memories that we had together and this, you know, occurrence of things together and this occurrence of things together and this, this person from our cast of characters of friends and this person from our cast of character of friends. And we talked about like how different our lives were at that point. Like he and I and his brother and like a rotating fourth person, we would disappear for a whole day. Like our parents knew we were going to be in one of like three places. We were going to be at, at the, the one like sport park by our house where there was a, a base, bunch of baseball fields, a soccer, uh, soccer field, a football field. That was pretty close to our house. There was an elementary school that was by our house. Or we were going to be in the... Um, in the other like hiking trail that was kind of by our house. So they knew we were going to be in one of those three places at any given time. And sometimes, most of the time, we would set up ahead of our parents, oh, we're going to X place today. Or they would, you know, Brandon would leave his house in the morning, come around, and be like, all right, I'm, go I'm going to James's. And we would just all day, like, all right, we plan it out. Where are we going? And like, maybe we'd tell my mom that we were going there, maybe we wouldn't, right? And we would be gone all day. And we would leave the house with like a wiffle ball bat and some tennis balls and we were good for for hours hours or like when we got really into riding bikes we were good on those bikes for hours gone disappeared and at that point like our relationship was at this huge peak where he and i like that's no doubt my best friend in the world like no doubt in the world um and i you know a person i would trust with that with any any knowledge anything that's going on in my life anything that was personal you know like that dude that dude's my family like that's how close that relationship is but as is the nature of every friendship that starts with kid as a kid eventually you become adults right and now that we're adults life's different life's different it, like it's not like when we were in our, our our 20s that we were like these super close like no it wasn't like that like bren his family moved away when we were in high school and they moved uh, at a place called Riverhead in Long Island, which was half hour ride from, from where we, we grew up originally. And, you know, back then it was before cell phones, email didn't exist. The internet wasn't really a thing. So it wasn't like he and I were jumping on Xbox live and playing games every day. Still like we would talk on the phone occasionally. We saw each other once in a great while. And it was before either one of us drove, you know, we reconnected a little bit, a little, when we were, when we were a little later in life. Uh, and, you know, cell phones, once they became a thing, text each other every now and again. But we really, though we kept in touch periodically throughout the years, we never, like, we never had that again, because kid life is different than adult life. You know, right now, for he and I to disappear to go play baseball for 12 hours, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I mean, whether or not our bodies could do that now, that's a whole different question. But 
you know, we've got responsibilities now. Like he, he's got a, a beautiful wife, a beautiful home, an adorable little three-year-old boy. He runs an, an amazing chimney company. You know, by, you know, he's the head of it, coordinates everything at every job, does, you know, amazing work, beautiful masonry work, really, really beautiful masonry work. Um, and so to this is kind of like his fun time of year because chimneys aren't as much of a thing for a chimney company this time of year, but he does masonry too. So like he's done some really awesome projects of building like brick outdoor brick oven pizzas, brick ovens for pizza for people for pizzas and stuff. And that's to him. That's like the labor of love. Like he loves that stuff. And, you know, we were able to, to get together for the first time in a long time. Like we, we really, maybe now we see each other. If we see each other three times a year, that's a lot. But that doesn't mean that when we see each other, it's not like it always was. Like we sat down at his kitchen table last night and it was like it always has been. Like lines of communication open. Everybody cares about everybody. Everybody knows everybody's cast of characters. He knows my extended aunts, uncles, you name it. I know his extended aunts, uncles, you name it. You know, we both had each other's weddings. Like we know everything. <laughs> we really do. And the crazy thing is even though our wives didn't know each other before, they connected and they, I think, I, I they may talk more regularly than Brennan and I. I know guys are a little different that way, but even still. But my point goes back to the earlier thought that though our relationship was at, a, at like a peak as kids and then dropped off a little, that doesn't mean that it's over, does it? Right? We are still, we're still as close of friends as any. You know, a lot of times our communication is just a text message. Like we shoot eight text messages back and forth and we're good for like four months. And then we'll text back, hey man, just thinking about you. Like, hey, it's your birthday, what's up? Merry Christmas, you know, whatever. And that's all it takes for us to stay connected because we put the roots in so well. And that's what we lose sight of sometimes as adults. That, you know, I mean, every relationship, like I said, has its ups and downs. There isn't a one of us who hasn't had arguments, fights, knocking down drag outs, disagreements, volatile or not, with our loved ones. 100%. Listen, I'd be, I'd be lying if I said that I never had an argument with my wife or if I never had an argument with my parents or if I never had an argument with my siblings. That would be a complete lie. Everybody does. And sometimes we get real hot about it and we forget that, like, that's life. Right? That's the cycle. Right? That S curve. That's the cycle. We know it. And those fights, those are just at the bottoms. But we know it's going to recover. We know it is. It just is. Right? The key thing is sticking it out, sticking it out, right? Because if you think about it, an interpersonal relationship is not that much different than your relationship with an activity, with a job, with a sport, with a sporting team, with anything like that, right? With a hobby of yours. No, they're, they're the same. They're the same, right? And I'll use martial arts as an example, right? There are times when a person absolutely is at their height, they absolutely are 100% in love with martial arts and they're training super consistently and they're training super hard and they're making all this growth. And then there's other parts, which are the exact opposite, which life is getting in the way a little bit, or they're just not feeling it like they were. They're still training, but you know, they're going because of their sense of routine, not really their sense of enjoyment. And if you, if you ask yourself the all important question, where do people give up? Where do people look for an out? Nobody looks for an out at the top. Everybody else looks for an out at the bottom. But we know that life is cyclical, right? Look at fashion, right? You look at what was, what was in in the 70s, 
High waisted, bell bottoms, right? High waisted is back. Right? Bell bottoms back a few years ago. Right? Things always cycle around. Always. Look at the taste of music, right? Family friendly, grunge. <laughs> it just it, it that's just how it works. That's just that's life in, in a nutshell, is that cyclical nature. What we have to remember is by riding out that bottom, we get to the point where we can get to the top again. Right? We can get to that moment again. I have had some moments in my 26 years of martial arts where I was a little out of love with it, you know? I was training out of a sense of duty and knowing that that was something I, that I, I needed for my physical and mental health. I trained because I, you know, it was my responsibility as an instructor. But there were times that I, I was not having a blast doing it. I just wasn't because I'm a human being. Right? No human being is motivated 24-7. No human being is in love with what they're doing 100% 24-7. just isn't. just isn't. But I also had been through that in my life enough times to know that if I just stuck it out, I was, I was getting back to the up. I was getting back to the, It's going to happen. Right? Because what in life goes here and then falls off a cliff and stays there? It just doesn't really happen. There isn't much in life that falls apart. See, what happens, if anything, like, don't get me wrong, you might have a job. Like it's happened, I know, I've heard it from my friends, right? Where they're working at a company and all of a sudden the company hires a new person and that new person changes things and that takes things down a notch. And then that person pulls a few more changes that takes things down a notch, right? That's a complete change to the activity, that's different. If you're sticking with the same thing in the same circumstances over and over, it's bouncing. It's just gonna bounce, it just is. The thing is in life, what we have to remember is it's not about, you know, just enjoying the highs. It's not about just climbing out of the bottom. It's about learning how to play the bounce. It's about learning how to play the bounce. To use, give you a baseball analogy for a minute, right? They used to teach us that when we played in the outfield. You got to be able to play the ball off the bounce. You got to figure out where it's going to bounce to. Read the, read the rotation of the ball. Figure out where it's going to bounce. Same thing. In life, we know as we're headed to the bottom, of that, that low feeling, we know all we got to do just wait for the bounce. Just keep at it. Keep things consistent. Keep things moving as they should and be ready to play the bounce. Because once you play that bounce, you can ride that bounce back up to the top. And my, my finding in life, and again, this is my experience with most everything. I feel like most everything, we're at the top of that curve. The, big, the top of that curve is big and the bottom is small. And then we get back to another big top. Right, we're enjoying that, that top part of the curve for a much longer period of time than, we're, than we have in decline or at the bottom. It just, that's the nature of it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have started it in the first place, right? Don't get me wrong. I'm sure you and I have tried some things where we did it, and that first or second or third time, we're like, mm, nope, this isn't for me. That's okay. Not everything is for you. That's, that's life. But I'm talking about the things that we stuck with, those relationships that we built. You didn't build a relationship with mini golf by playing it once. <laughs> you didn't build a relationship with uh, tennis by playing it once. You built a relationship with something by doing it for a while. And every relationship has that hot and cold. When the cold comes, just be ready to play to bounce. Know that it's coming. Know that unless things are completely different than they were in every area of it, not just here, but everywhere else, if you know that everything's the same, then you're just at the cold point, you're at that bottom. Right? You know you're reaching it. Play the bounce. 
you'll be back to the top before you know it. That is the cyclical nature of life. It just is, right? Think about your relationship with your parents. Think about your relationship with your friends. Think about your relationship with your loved ones. Think about your relationship with your job. This is just what we do as human beings. It's how it, it's our motivation curve is really the best way to think about it. But when we have it, all we got to do is ride that wave. We just ride that wave. That's it, right? Because the sun's going to be shining a lot more than it's raining, right? The happy is going to be there a lot more than the sad. And when that when that that cold is there to replace the hot. Just ride the wave a little bit. Before you know it, you'll be on the other side of it. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. As I mentioned last week, I'm trying to step up my Twitter game a little bit, inspired by my buddy Ben the Bane Davis. At any rate, uh, you find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school online. We're at tskSmithtown.com. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at tsmma underscore Smithtown. <clears throat> you can find the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. You can find everywhere that I'm on the internet at my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei, S-E-N-S-E-I, Leonelli, L-E, O-N-E-L-L-I. There you'll find everything Flex Fights. You'll find our sponsors. You'll find everything that you uh, that you could be looking for in terms of, of me, the internet, you name it. Speaking of our sponsors, sponsorship opportunities are still available. So if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, reach out to me one of the ways that I mentioned earlier. Other than that, my friends, find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Make sure that you guys subscribe, get your new episodes every Wednesday. I love seeing the subscriber numbers go up. Most important thing to me, though, guys, the thing that means the most is when I see you guys sharing the podcast, when I see you sharing it in your social media, on your Instagram story or whatever, and seeing the downloads and listen numbers go up, it just proves to me that people are listening and that this matters to them too. So I very much appreciate it when I see you guys do that. Also, be be sure to leave a rate and a review. It just helps. Other than that, my friends, that's pretty much it. Until next time, well, have a happy 4th of July. Hopefully, actually, by the time you're listening to this, 4th of July will already have passed. I hope you guys had a happy 4th of July and you're back to your regular training routines. With that in mind, until next week, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.